Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Today's episode is brought to you by the 90 Day Habits Journal. When we think about what changes our life, it's truly our habits. Our life is a result of our daily habits. If you're a network marketing professional, let's say you started the business. Okay, what's next? What habits do I build day in, day out to build this business, this vehicle to where I want to go? That's where the 90-Day Habits Journal comes in. It's structured. It's a system, a daily method for success where you pour in 20 minutes of mindset, 20 minutes of relationship building, 20 minutes of follow-up. In one hour and 60 minutes, you can get more done than you would in a, in a normal day, unorganized, disorganized, not knowing what to do. So head to 90dayhabits.co and you can use Getting Magnetic 15 for 15% off. Super excited for today's episode and today's guest, Rachel Bailey. Before I, I brag on her a little bit and intro her, Rachel and I our careers and where we're at now, what we do, what we look to do in the world kind of intersected, I don't even remember, maybe three plus years ago, about three-ish years ago, in which she was in the coaching world. I was looking to become a coach. And I went through this five-day free challenge, or it was like 40 bucks. It was pretty much free. And she was my coach through it. And we've stayed in touch ever since. And like, I've been watching her journey and like, oh my gosh, and we connected recently. Like, I was like, Rachel, we got to get you on the podcast. We got to share. You got to share your story. You will add so much value. And we actually, we just went on her podcast as well. And so it was amazing to see, guys, keeping that network and those relationships so huge. But Rachel, let me brag on you real quick before I introduce you to our our community. But so Rachel Bailey is a director of a multi-million dollar life coaching company called Genius Unlocked Coaching Institute. And as a certified life coach, timeline therapy practitioner, and hypnotherapist, Rachel Bailey is an advocate for mental health awareness. Her journey has taken her from being an elementary school teacher to an athletic figure skating coach to now a certified and accomplished life coach, teaching others how to create healing and abundance. Rachel runs her own coaching program for entrepreneurs where she teaches influencers how to increase their impact and 10x their influence. Rachel practices what she coaches and dreams big as well. Her accomplishments include taking fourth place at the United States Figure Skating National Competition and winning the crown and title of Ms. California IJM 2019. And more recently, she just won a 2021 Global Beauty Award for the best title holder in pageantry. Amazing. Just renaissance woman over here. She's an accomplished motivational speaker and podcaster. And you can check out her podcast called Life Coach in Your Pocket, where Rachel teaches all things mindset. Rachel plans to change the world with her exceptional life coaching by helping others fulfill their true purpose. So without further ado, Rachel, welcome to Getting Magnetic. Thank you so much for having me, Wade and Sandy. I'm so excited to be here. We're so happy to have you. And before we dive in and get to know you, we always love asking our guests, 
What does getting magnetic mean to you? Getting magnetic to me means following your intuition. I believe that everyone has a voice inside of them, whether it's still and small or loud and proud. You have a voice inside of you that you know is your intuition, that it is right for you, that it's in alignment for you. And to me, getting magnetic is going inward to hear that inner voice. Mm, So good. Well, welcome to Getting Magnetic. We're so happy to have you here. And I think just with us catching up before this episode, that your story is very relatable and super inspirational. And I'd love to have you take people through that, like take people through who Rachel is, how she got to be where she is, and just kind of like empowering people along your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So to take it back to where I was in college. I actually didn't know what I wanted to do in college. Kind of my story or the theme throughout my story is I really just did not know who I was or what I wanted to do. And I was in college and I changed my major already like four times. Like I had changed it from kinesiology and then I changed it to Spanish and then I changed it to drama. And then I finally, I settled on English because I was like, oh, I'm a pretty good writer. Like that makes sense for me. But it it wasn't like, oh, I'm so super passionate about this. It was like, this kind of makes sense. I'm good at it. I'll just stay in my comfort zone and stay in my lane and do what's easy. And I'll figure it out later. Like I'll have four years to figure it out. Um, Well, really, it took me like five years to graduate. So I was like, I have five years to figure it out. And I still in that all of that time was like, this is cool. I'm doing what's expected of me. I'm doing what's required of me. I'm being a good student. But I have no idea who I am or what I want to do. And when you have an English degree, I'll speak for myself, I felt like I had limited options. Like, what are my options? Well, I can go into journalism, I can go into creative writing, or I could teach. Well, I'll just, I'll be a teacher. That makes sense. That's the next right step. That's the next right expectation for me. We'll do that. And so I went into teaching simply because I didn't have any other idea of what I wanted to do. It was the thing that was right in front of me. So I got into teaching thinking, I'm going to make a difference and I'm going to change the world. I'm going to teach all day and everyone's going to listen and, you know, it's going to be great. I'm going to have so much impact on these young lives. And when I went into teaching, now there are teachers who do that and they do it beautifully and they do it flawlessly and I commend them. I stepped into teaching and I was like, this is really, really hard. This is not at all what I thought it was going to be. I'm stressed out. I'm confused. Kids are talking back to me and I don't know how to get back into rapport with them. Like I just fell in over my head for a long time and I was feeling unhappy and stuck in life. And I'm like, you know, I really have a passion for teaching, but this environment isn't it for me. And going home and wanting to do things on the weekend with my husband, but literally being too tired to do them because I was drained. Mm. And so I thought there's got to be something else for me. Well, I started seeking. I was like, I've got to do something. Something has to shift. I've got to learn how to figure out life. 
And I saw actually a social media entrepreneur person posting an opportunity, a network marketing opportunity. And she just seemed so fabulous and glamorous to me and what she seemed to be so passionate about what she was doing. And I was like, that's what I'm lacking in my life is passion. This woman has that. I know I'm going to go into network marketing. And that's where my journey. So I started dabbling in it. I was still teaching full time, but I really looked forward to doing my daily activities. Like I would wake up early so I could do them before school and I would do them on my lunch break and I would do them after school. And, and I became addicted to this lifestyle out, but I was kind of living two lives. I don't know if you have any listeners that feel like that. Like you're like, I have this that I'm doing full time and I have this that I'm doing full time. And I was very much doing that, doing both for a really long time. And I didn't believe in myself that I could go all in. You know, I've heard you share, Sandy, your story. Like you, to me, what I see in you, Sandy, is you believed in yourself from the start. You're like, I can do this. And I know you've shared, you know, struggles that you've had. But from the outside looking at you, 23 years old, you started your own business. Like hats off. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's, that's so unique. And I didn't have whatever that is. I had doubt in myself. And I was afraid. I was afraid to go all in. So long story short, I hired a life coach because I was, I went to this life coach company with all of my pain points. I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I'm working in a job that I don't like. I'm living two lives. I like what I'm doing over here, but I'm too scared to go all in. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. And I feel lost in life, like help. And I didn't even know what a life coach was or what a life coach did, but I knew I was ready for help. And I think sometimes that's all you need to know is that you're open to suggestion and you're open to some coaching. And I definitely was. Mm. So I hired a life coach and that's when I started to see shifts in my life. I started to see massive shifts in my life. Like I started to see I was showing up more joyful. And even though I didn't love my job, I was able to show up in gratitude for my job. I was able to show up in with peace and love and hope and things that I just didn't have before I started working on my mindset. Well, I saw such massive transformation in my life over this short period of time with a life coach that I was like, that's it. That is the thing that I want to be doing. I finally found it. I want to give to people what I lacked my whole entire life, which is direction, which is purpose, which is peace and love and joy and hope and belief in themselves that I didn't have this whole entire journey that I've been on. That is my purpose. And that's when I went into life coaching and got my first certification. Mm, So cool. I love, you know, our stories intersect a bit there, which I mentioned in the beginning of the show, but so cool. Like Rachel was the first life coach that I connected with. And like, I didn't know what life coaching was either. I was like, it was almost like ignorance on fire a little bit, but like, this is a, a cool concept. Like, gosh, helping people get to where they want to be or make shifts or changes in their life. I think some people look at life coaching, right? Where it's like a life coach. Like, what are you going to coach me on life? What are you better at life than me? Like, can you break down what a life coach is or break down that barrier that some people might have? Like what, what the heck, why would I need a life coach? Yes. I love this question because there's a very common misconception that life coaching is either A, tell me how to live my life and a a lifestyle coach, 
or be a business coach who just tells you, you know, here's a checklist of things, go do this and you'll be successful. And life coaching is really neither of those things. It's more of a balance between a business coach and a therapist. It's that blend. So what a life coach is going to do for you is they're going to have you look at what are your negative thoughts and emotions that are coming up in certain experiences in your life. And then a life coach is going to help you examine those thoughts and emotions in a way that I'm sorry, we just can't do that for ourselves. I can't do that for myself and I'm certified. You know, it's, you can't read the label from within inside the jar. We all have labels that we can't read. So a coach helps you make these connections of, oh, you know what? I've noticed a pattern. And that is that anytime that you want to go and talk to an authority figure, you have the same fear or doubt or whatever the the thread is for you. This is the connection that I'm seeing. So Life Coach is really there to support you with making connections and showing you where to do the healing work because a business coach will tell you what to do. But if you're struggling with negative thoughts and emotions, you more than likely just won't do it or you will do it. It'll be hard and it'll be grueling the whole entire time and you'll hate it and quit. And a life coach steps in and says, well, let's just take away the part that's hard for you and make it easy and fun. Mm, I love it. So good. I feel like so many people that I realize, you know, the more I've gotten into entrepreneurship, into developing myself, into leadership, into coaching, into different things, I realize highly successful people, like they all have coaches. We look at someone and Elon Musk or whoever, I don't know if Elon Musk has a coach, but like we look at these highly successful people, like you've already got it figured out. Like they don't need any help, right? But these are the people who are investing actually lots of money in themselves, in their development, because oftentimes you can't, you know, put that lens on yourself. Like someone else can see your blind spots so much easier than you can and help you work through things and be a sounding board and and where you talk through it and where you you have these self-realizations of breaking through limiting beliefs or be like, oh my gosh, I was labeling this as this or I had this limiting belief that I couldn't do that. And they help you unearth this. I, you know, I, lo- I love coming back to what you said, Rachel. I think people think a coach tells you what to do. What I've realized in my experience, it's more they like pull the answers out of you and help you work through those hurdles. We've had coaches in different stages of our life and it's so instrumental in development. It almost helps you fast track, right? You could try and grind and work through something yourself or you could, it's not necessarily a shortcut because you do the work, but like, let me work with someone who's been there, done that before me and help them. I know Sandy just hired a a business coach, essentially business coach, life coach, everything in between because she's like, I'm ready to level up. I feel like there's a bigger version of me Let's do this. I love that. Yeah. I wanted to dissect something you said earlier. You talked about how like you were just disconnected and you realized, okay, I know that I'm open to trying something new. And I so believe that the most expensive thing you can have is a closed mind. And so being Mm -hmm. open, right? The fact that you were like, okay, this girl that I'm seeing on social media is like super passionate and I'm lacking passion. Like I'm open to learning what she's doing, I think is so key. Like no matter where you are in your life, even if things are thriving and amazing, like it's always so smart to be open and it's always so smart to welcome those new conversations and just newness and learn about other opportunities and networking and new people. Like you never know how 
saying yes to going to that event or X, Y, Z, whatever it might be, could open all these doors and lead to all these things. Like it's kind of this whole compounding effect of like, you know, had Wade not listened to that podcast and heard Nick Unsworth, he wouldn't have gone to that event. He wouldn't have been connected with Life on Fire. We wouldn't be here today, three years later. Like it's like those little decisions that people make in their life that like literally affect other people. Mm -hmm. Like we wouldn't be blessing people with this podcast right now had that not happened and had you not made decisions in your journey that also led you to that path. So Mm -hmm. I just, I love stuff like that. Yeah. I love unwrapping too. Like, cause what I see in your story, Rachel, is you started out as a teacher and like, you're like, I want to teach people and teachers are kind of like coaches. Like you're kind of teaching, mm-hmm. but you're kind of coaching too. And you realize this isn't the vehicle or avenue for me, but in your heart, you kind of felt, I do like teaching and coaching, training, whatever it is, different people. And it's come full circle back to that where you say now, like you, you probably are a teacher, a coach, a trainer, all these different things. First, I want to ask, what gave you the courage to jump into the unknown or entrepreneurship or hire a coach or whatever? Like, what, was there a defining moment or what gave you the courage to do that? Was, were you, was pain driving you? Was the pleasure or vision for your life driving you? And then did you feel like you knew you wanted to be a teacher or did you kind of realize that again, like later on? Those are great questions. Okay. So first I will talk about the pain point that drove me to make the decision. So again, it was for me, I had never invested in myself at that level before. This life coach was going to be $10,000 for six months of coaching. And that to me as a teacher was an astronomical amount of money to spend on myself. Like I just didn't understand investing in yourself. Now I do. That's a drop in the bucket for me. I just spent another $10,000 for a training that I'm going to do this summer. That's only four weeks, not six months. But that very first time you're like, oh my gosh, is this a stupid decision? Is this a mistake? Am I, what am I doing? Like that first initial investment in yourself can be scary. And for me, it definitely was scary and everything was coming up. Am I good enough to do this? Will I be able to finish the program? What if I get out of the program and fail? I had all of those thoughts. And I remember for me, I was talking to my husband about it. And he actually, it's funny. At first, he was like, I don't know. I'm skeptical about this. And when he was skeptical, I felt like more, I was like, well, I got to do this. Like, I have to do this. Then he, all of a sudden, he was like, okay, like, if you feel that way about it, I'm going to support you. We've got this. We'll figure out the money piece, like do it. And as soon as he said that, instead of feeling relieved, I felt scared because now I couldn't point the finger at him and say, well, it's up to you. Now he was saying, I support you. And now I have to make a decision and make it the right decision for us, for me. Mm. And that was scary. And I remember the defining moment for me was I was so scared that I knew I'd regret it for the rest of my life. It was like, there's no other way to explain it than that. If you're Mm. that afraid when someone makes an offer, that's a yes for you. I'm just going to lay it out there for everybody. (laughs) Because otherwise, if you don't feel that fear, that's an easy no. That's a not for me. Mm -hmm. But that fear of, oh, oh, holy crap, then that is a yes. That's your yes. It's just coming in the form of holy crap. Did you feel imposter syndrome like when you were first starting? I remember when I first started in coaching, like you're so right. And I've never heard a position like that. When you feel that huge fear 
go towards that because that is going to be like change in your life for the better. And I was like scared shitless when my coach was like, all right, we're going to make some six month goals around this vision that you have. And we're going to put them to paper and you're going to declare. And I'm like, what? Like, no, (laughs) it was like the scariest thing. And, but you're right. That means it was a yes. But right after I did that, I'm like, holy smokes, I'm not that person. Like, how am I supposed to create that in six months? Like that imposter syndrome just flooded me. So like, did you ever experience that? I did about three months in. So my first three months, I was like excited. I had that adrenaline. I was like, I've got this. And then three months in, I was like, oh my God, my program's half over. (gasps) What am I doing? Like, am I going to get there? Am I going to get it? Is is everything going to work out? Am I going to have the level of success that I saw for myself? And that is when I, I got really scared. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. But what I have since realized in looking backward, and what I want everyone to hear is, even though you put a goal in your future, like I'm going to do this in six months, or I'm going to, ha- I'm going to have this in a year's time, you also release the timeline. Because Every single goal that I set out for myself, I have since accomplished. It just might not have been within inside that th- six months. Yet the point is I set those goals for myself and I worked towards them. And 100% of them came to fruition. So what I would tell myself now is take a deep breath, stay the course, stay the journey. It's all going to work out. The deadline is just for you to stay the course. That's all it is. That is so perfect. That was same, same with me. And I'll say too, to empower people, like setting a goal and having a vision for it is so important, but we don't always know how we're going to get there. Like I had a vision for how I thought the goals would come to fruition and how they, they all came true. It wasn't all necessarily in a six month timeline, I don't think, but it was in a way, a lot of them were in a way different way than what I originally thought, but it's committing to yourself. It's taking the step and, and doing it. And you're so right. Like if you are committed to something, it will come true. And when you release the timeline and you stay committed, like it's liberating. Yeah. I want to know what are you most proud of? Like when you reflect on your journey, like what's something you are like, Rachel, you did that. (laughs) I love it. I mean, for me, it was starting my own coaching business. The day that I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this on my own and I'm going to start my own coaching company and I'm going to do this thing. I'm the most proud of that. That was not the most fun thing I ever did. It wasn't the most lucrative thing I ever did, but it's definitely the thing that I am the most proud of because that for me was a giant leap forward saying, I believe in myself. I believe in my company. I believe I can do this. That is what started everything for me to where I am now. Mm. I think coaches are so valuable. Do you think everyone should have a coach at one point or another? Like when is that moment? Like for people out there, like, okay, I'm new to this coaching thing. Like, do Mm -hmm. I need a coach? Like who, who needs a coach or what would you say around that topic? I would say that everybody could benefit from coaching the same way that everybody could benefit from therapy. It's a space. Everybody could benefit from meditation. How could you not? Mm -hmm. Everybody could benefit from prayer. How could you not? Life coaching is one of those things that it's going to benefit you. If exercise is going to benefit you and it's going to benefit everybody, so is coaching. And if you look at 
any any context of life, whether it's athletics, let's take a look at some high level athletes. Do you think there are any Olympic athletes that do not have a coach? <laughs> no, <laughs> there aren't. There just aren't. And it, now let's take another context. Let's look at businessmen, very successful businessmen and businesswomen who've gotten as far as they've gotten. Do they have coaches? They absolutely have coaches. Tony Robbins has a coach. Every successful person, no matter what context of life they're seeking success in, they have a coach because a coach is on the outside. And I used to be a figure skating coach for many years before I got into life coaching. And as an athlete and as a coach, I understand two things. Number one, when you're doing something you think in your head you're doing it right. You're doing what they told you to do. You're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. But when you're the coach on the outside, you catch the unconscious movements that the student's not aware of. And you're like, oh, wait, your foot's in the wrong place. It is? Shut up. Show me. And you show them a video and they're like, I never would have known that. Or I feel like I'm jumping so high and I'm jumping an inch off the ground. So a coach and applying that to business or love or relationships or any area of life where you want coaching, there's a way that feels right and you think you're doing it right. And then a coach comes alongside you and says, hmm, would you consider this possibility? Would you, would, let's shift your mindset a little bit and look at it through this angle. Now, what do you see? And you're able to see so much more and support yourself so much more when you have a coach in your corner. Mm. I love that. I wanted to ask you about your figure skating background and like, how did you get into that? And are you still doing some of that? Yes, I love that question. So I started figure skating. I went to a birthday party when I was 10. And at that time, I was not an athlete at all. Like my mom tried me in soccer. She tried me in softball. She tried me in swimming. I just was like, it's not for me. Like, I don't, I don't like this. That the minute I went to that birthday party and stepped on the ice, I had a smile on my face for like three hours. They had to like drag me off the ice. They're like, we're done. The party's over. I was like, I need to come back and take lessons. This is the best. I naturally had talent. Like the other kids were falling and I wasn't. I was like, oh, let's see how fast I could go. Like I was very passionate about it pretty quickly on. And so that's when I started taking lessons. I started competing two years later when I was 12 and I competed all the way through high school and college. Finally, I kind of like skating is one of those sports that really takes a toll on your body. Same as gymnastics. You're just your body's taking a beating for hours every single day. So I don't compete anymore just because it's it's not a toward for me for taking care of my body. But I did coach for a really long time. That was really fun. And so I will still skate for fun and I'll still go out there and play around that I'm not competing anytime soon. <laughs> I've always thought figure skating is such an elegant thing. Like the same with like ballerinas. Like, yes. Oh my God. And can you imagine had you not gone to that birthday party? Like, isn't it funny that that, that <laughs> at age 10 years old going to a birthday party literally like shaped a huge course of your life? <laughs> it's so, I don't know if people have this experience. I'm sure other people do when they, when they like, whether it's golfing or basketball or painting. But for me, it's almost when I step on the ice, it's like an out of body experience almost. It's like I'm home. I could be here for days and I wouldn't even know it. That's how I feel on the ice or that's how. And so I still go to just get that feeling. For me, it's pure joy. That's amazing. Mm. That's how I feel when I'm rollerblading. I love <laughs> rollerblading. <laughs> so there you go. I love it. Um, I wanted <laughs> to ask you too, you do your hypno 
therapist. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you to tell the audience more about that. We are actually doing hypnobirthing right now in preparation for our birth. And I feel like it's kind of similar. Like it's a sense of like self-hypnosis or like deep relaxation. Am I on the right track? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes there's confusion around what hypnotherapy is or what hypnosis is. Hypnosis, and just so everyone knows, I'm a a hypnosis practitioner, which is different than a hypnotherapist, only because a hypnotherapist, they can do, they can perform medical hypnosis. So if you wanted to have a natural birth and just not feel any pain under hypnosis, you would hire a hypnotherapist. I am a, a hypnotherapy practitioner, so I use hypnotherapy a little bit differently in coaching, but the concept is the same. What happens is as you're talking to somebody, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. What does that mean? Well, meditation is self-meditation. If you decide that you're going to sit down and meditate, that's a decision that you make. When you decide it's over, you decide it's over. That's a decision that you make. So hypnosis The client or the receiver of hypnosis, they have to 100% self-hypnotize. They are deciding to take themselves to that energetic state. And the way I would explain hypnosis is that state right before waking up. You're sleeping, but you're not asleep. You're aware that you're laying in your bed, but you're not awake. That is the energy state that you're in. And when you're in that state, that energy state, right before sleeping and waking, your unconscious mind is the most active and the most receptive. So that is the time when you can, when I can give clients affirmations, because instead of it just going into the conscious mind, like we've all heard that exercise, right? Stand in the mirror and give yourself 10 affirmations every day. Well, that's great. Your conscious mind is hearing you. But to get to the unconscious mind where we store all of our thoughts and all of our emotions, we want to be in a hypnotic state. And when we're in that hypnotic state, that's when the unconscious mind is the most active and we can tell it things and it will listen to us. Wow. Do you have like some tips or like something easy or tangible for listeners maybe that have never really heard of this or never tried it? Like how do you get into self-hypnosis? When I say self-hypnosis, what I mean is you can still have a hypnotherapist or a hypnotherapy practitioner guide you. You just have to be in agreement that you want to be hypnotized. If at any time you're like, I don't want to do that, you'll wake up and you'll just decide it's over. So a hypnotherapist can never tell somebody under hypnosis to do something that they wouldn't do in a waking state. If I hypnotized you, Sandy, and then I said, now I want you to go rob a bank, you would just wake up and you'd be like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So it's all, it has to be 100% in alignment with the unconscious mind. So that's what I mean by self-hypnosis. The advice though, is if you're looking for somebody to support you with releasing unconscious thoughts or unconscious behaviors at the root cause, that's when you want to find a hypnotherapist or a hypnotherapy practitioner that can support you in guided meditation. Because meditation is fantastic. A hypnotherapy practitioner can guide you through and give you actual tangible learning. So you can say to your hypnotherapist, I want more confidence in the area of money. Great. We can do that thing specifically because it's guided. Mm, That is powerful. I've never actually been hypnotized. I remember like at school, middle school or high school or whatever, there'd be, you know, a hypnotherapist would come in 
and I'd be on stage and some people would get hypnotized and I'd be like, what is, how are these people like walking like this? Like I'm, I'm just regular. (laughs) And it must've been, I wasn't in allowance of like, I wasn't willing to enter that state Mm -hmm. or get, you know, hypnotized or go into self-hypnosis. So I'm like interested in exploring that a bit. Like I want to be hypnotized. I find it very fascinating. Yeah. Well, next time you go watch a show, like you watch a hypnosis show, notice how many people get booted off the stage because it's a large percentage of people because they're not in alignment or they're not in agreement unconsciously. Even if consciously they're like, oh, me, 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 I want to be on the stage. If the the hypnotherapist that's on the stage doing the show, if he's like, oh, their unconscious mind isn't in alignment. The rule is when in doubt, boot him out. So he'll just kick them off the stage. And you'll notice that now when you go to these like hypno shows, you're like, oh, yeah, it's only a small percentage of people that end up staying on the stage and doing crazy things. It's because they're in agreement with that. <laughs> I love it. I feel like there's so many directions we can go with you. Like you have so many fun things. We can <laughs> yeah. <talk about. laughs> and, you know, pivoting. I know you help entrepreneurs, business owners, like improve their, their influence and 10 X their influence. And didn't you create a course around that? Don't you have something like that coming up? I know we were connecting offline. Yeah. Thank you for asking. So that is what I love to do. That is my passion because once I started my own coaching company, I loved getting clients. I loved talking to clients. I loved increasing my impact, networking with people, right? And allowing myself to play big. What I noticed though, is that other coaches or other entrepreneurs who could be doing the same activities as me weren't. And that was something that I I just wanted to understand more. It's like, this is what to do. How come some people are doing it and some people aren't? And again, it comes back to those negative thoughts and emotions that hold us back. And sometimes we just need to be told how to shift so we can create the most massive impact that we want to. So I created a course. It's called Keys to Closing. And Keys to Closing is about how to increase your level of clients, no matter what you're doing, increase your impact and increase what you're giving to the world. And so I have a class coming up on June 19th. And if I could share the link with you guys, maybe we could put it in the show notes for people. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it's really affordable. It's five days. You actually get three coaching sessions with me included for $37. So really good deal. That is unbeatable coaching price. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So five days. All right, give, give me like a tangible tip. Like give me like a hook into what can someone expect? Like what, what will someone take away from it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to show you in the five days where you're at now with your impact. So it doesn't matter if you have 1000 followers or two or 10,000 followers, wherever you're at, or maybe it's not about followers. Maybe it's about amount of podcasts that you get booked on or amount of clients that you have. We're going to take an intake of where you are now. And what we're going to do in these five days is we're going to blow your vision out. What do you want? to have at the end of this class for each person that's going to be different. But the class is going to expand what's possible for you. As we expand what's possible for you and we show you where you are and where you want to go, I'm going to show you how to close that gap. Mm, I love it. Sounds like something anybody could use. I yes. That. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Amazing. Okay. I, I got an off the cuff question. Yeah. If you could recommend any book that was like instrumental in your life or your career or anything what what comes to mind oh my gosh okay changes that heal 
by Dr. Henry Cloud. That was the most life-changing book for me. I mean, changes in the title, (laughs) so I don't mean to sound cliche, Mm -hmm. but it really is a book that teaches you changes that heal. That's the title of the book, and that is what it will do. And what that book did for me was that ignited a passion in me for understanding how the brain works, which is what NLP is all about, is understanding how the brain works. Dr. Henry Cloud, he's not an NLP practitioner, but he is a psychologist and and everything's in alignment. And he shows you how different things that you've experienced in your childhood. He goes through several different kind of typical childhoods that people might experience in our culture. And he explains that if if this is your childhood, these are the things that you're struggling with. If that is your childhood, this is the thing that you're struggling with. And when I read that book, it was like massive, dramatic changes in my life because I could see my childhood through a different lens. Wow. Wow. That sounds like something we need to add to our list of books to read. For sure. And it is on Audible. If you're like, you're like people who like podcasts, get the Audible app because that's how I listen to personal development books like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we love Audible. Okay, so another like probably one of our final questions for you. I would, I always love to know what are you most looking forward to in life right now? Oh, that's a really good question, man. That's a big question. I'm like, Oh, where context of life do I go in? Personal marriage. (laughs) What do I talk about? Okay. Well, I will say I'm really excited to go to Tad James Company's Train the Trainer program, which is just coming up for me in two months. So since that's like next on the horizon, I'll talk about that. But I'm really excited. So when you go to get NLP practitioner license, there's really three different stages. There's the first level, which is NLP practitioner. There's a second level, which is the master NLP certification, which I currently have. And then there's the third level, which is train the trainer, which means that I will be able to certify NLP practitioners. And so I'm super excited to get to add that to things that I do. Wow. So you're like on the horizon of the final step. Yeah. The black belt of NLP. (laughs) I'm right there. You just do it all, girl. (laughs) I'm like, what do you not do? <laughs> I love it. Well, with that said, where is the best place for our listeners to connect with you, Rachel? I'm on Instagram also. My Instagram username is coach underscore Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L underscore Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y. So that's my Instagram. I'm on there. And you can also check out my podcast. It's Life Coach in Your Pocket. And that's on all platforms. Amazing. Well, it's been just such a pleasure reconnecting, Rachel, and just having this amazing conversation. You added so much value to the people out there, and we will drop all the ways to connect with you in the show notes. I think that's it. On my end, you got anything else, babe? No, I'm just really grateful that you came on. I love your peaceful energy. Do you have anything else on your heart you want to share? I just want people to know that no matter where you're at in life, you have purpose and you have vision inside of you. So if you're listening to my story or Sandy's story or Wade's story and you're like, gosh, you know, they're doing amazing things and I don't know where I'm at or I don't know what I want. Hey, we were there too. That's Mm -hmm. what I want you to hear is sometimes it's just knowing that there's something inside of you and going inward to find it and it'll be there for you. I promise. Mm. So good. Okay. Well, we're giving you a big air hug through the screen. Virtual hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Have a good one. Gosh, I loved reconnecting with Rachel. So cool that 
Rachel was there for kind of the start of my journey into coaching, into entrepreneurship, a small part of the beginning. And we've been able to stay in touch and connect. And I knew Rachel would come on and add value as a coach, as a successful life coach. And, you know, it's so true what she said. Everyone can benefit from a coach. They see our blind spots. They help us get to where we want to go and all the power the beauty, the answers, they all lie inside of us, right? But a coach just helps you pull that out, helps keep you accountable and all different things. So so moral of the story, maybe evaluate. Is it time for a coach? Today's episode was insight into the coaching world. Stay magnetic. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. Magnetic.